welcome to today's episode of the Outlook by Brooke. Now, today's going to get a little interesting. It's not a whole lot, but it's it's definitely really interesting information. So, we know for a fact that today is the deadline for all of the assets to be returned to the Vatican. Also, today is the day that Russia is signing paperwork to officially... Um, let those four regions that were formerly known as Ukraine to be incorporated into the Russian Federation. So, those are a few things that I want to break down. And then I'm going to break down something for you guys that if you follow me on True Social, you may have already seen it for my post today. But <clears throat> let's start off with the whole QFS part. There has been a 20-day shutdown in India banks, which seems very excessive. And we also know that the UK is swapping out money. They are getting rid of everything with the Queen's face on it. What has the new money looked like? I have no idea. But I will bet you the new money is not just a placeholder. I bet it is actually for the QFS. And we even have a lot of U.S. banking systems that are saying, hey, you know, we're going to be closed for the next three days. We're swapping over systems. They don't really say it's for the QFS or rainbow currency or anything like that. But they just say, hey, we're swapping over systems. It'll take a few days. So I find that very interesting. We all know that QFS is coming, but these are large um, steps forward. So Russia. Russia went ahead and signed their paperwork, so now those four regions are officially incorporated. And he gave a speech today. Putin did. Which, I mean, obviously, I'm an American citizen. I bleed red, white, and blue. Love my country. But he makes some valid points. One of the things that he said in his speech is that, quote-unquote, Western countries have been saying for centuries that they bring freedom and democracy to other nations. Nothing could be further from the truth. Instead of bringing democracy, they suppress and exploit. And instead of giving freedom, they enslave and oppress. The unipolar world is inherently anti-democratic and unfree. It is false and hypocritical through and through. Which, he is not wrong. Do you feel very free today living in the U.S.? Also, another question. When is the last time that our Liberty Bell, our Bell of Freedom, when is the last time it rang? Now, I know this falls into semi of another agenda with being like the frequencies that the big bells um, put out and why we don't have them anymore because they had healing frequencies and all of a sudden all of our big bells around the world were removed. However, come on, it's our freaking Liberty Bell. Give it back, let it ring. I don't even care if it has a crack in it. Let it do its thing. It is a part of our nation. It is part of literally the like building blocks of what made us. So hang that baby back up, ring it, let's rock and roll. But, you know, I think about all of the wars that I've seen us go through, um, especially, you know, with our troops being involved in many many countries in the Middle East, and we are always propagandized to believe that 
we're going in there because so many people are oppressed and, you know, this, that, and the other. We're basically saving them. Well, look what happened when we stepped out. The Taliban took over Afghanistan. And now, 80% of our poppy fields are burned because of the Taliban. Which, if you guys don't know what poppy fields are, that is 100% all towards heroin production. So, us stepping out of there doesn't really seem like that bad now, does it? Also... Uh, Iraq and Iran, they're finally getting some of their stuff together as far as outsing some of their leaders and actually getting on board with other countries as far as going back to the gold standard. Doesn't really seem like a bad thing, now does it? But these are some of the things that we have to kind of like retrain our brain. A lot of these countries were actually anti-New World Order. And that is why we got involved in wars. But they somehow manipulated us into feeling like we had to. We had to go in and save them. Like, we're not God, first of all. Second of all, it is not our job to tell other people how to run their countries or treat their citizens. We can obviously offer the same route of, you know, getting natural, getting <clears throat> a green card and becoming a U.S. citizen. We can offer our advice to their diplomats if they ask. But other than that, their country's business is obviously their country's business. So, I'm going to just wrap that up right there. I think that's um good enough on that topic. Some other cool things that I thought I'd mention. I thought this was really cool. Maybe this is just because I'm from Louisiana, but maybe from an outsider's perspective. Ugh, tongue-tied today. Maybe from an outsider's perspective of you guys living in other countries or other states, you may also find this interesting. But they had a, a United Kingdom C-17 Globemaster in Louisiana um, yesterday or day before. What in the hell is a military UK plane doing in Louisiana? Out of all places. I mean, maybe I guess I could understand if it was like going to D.C., or even New York, Louisiana, what? And and wait, let me just bring this back to you guys' attention if you didn't realize. When Trump had his plane redone top to bottom, in and out, his little Rolls-Royce roll, plane. Sorry, that one really got me today. Um, When he had his whole plane redone, new paint job, new everything, he had it done in Louisiana. I'm not saying the two things are, in fact, um, tied together, but as far as that is the only tie that I can even possibly make. I don't know how many military bases maybe we have that would be of importance to other countries in Louisiana or even that it would be a good place for diplomats to meet. So it just seems really odd. Obviously, a lot of other countries have seen our military in their country. Now they're saying that... Um, China's setting up police stations in, in uh, Canada and U.S. I don't believe that. That is 100% fear, porn, and propaganda. Next thing that I thought was interesting, this storm, this catastrophic storm. Obviously, I want you guys to know if you are in the path or have been in the path, you guys have been in my prayers because I have seen firsthand what it, it, how it can affect people. 
um, to lose everything that you have, but not only that, but to have to leave your home and you come back and there's things that you really can't replace like wedding pictures or, you know, old, um, like hand crocheted blankets that, you know, maybe your granny made you whenever you, you were a child and she's passed. Like these things cannot be replaced. Um, but this storm has snaked back into the Atlantic, became a hurricane again after it was downgraded to a tropical storm, and now it's making a hook and it's heading straight to D.C. So tell me this doesn't seem suspicious, right? I, I'm going to say this once, and I hope that you guys fully take this in. The deep state would never intentionally send a hurricane to Washington, D.C. So do you think that they still have control of every single harp machine? The simple answer is no. I'm not exactly sure why they chose this path or if they're in control of some, deep state's control of some others, but it just definitely seems to me that they don't have full control and that makes me quite happy. Now, lastly, this is something that I found very interesting. Trump always has comms at his rallies, and sometimes the locations also have comms. <clears throat> I think I spoke with y'all yesterday about the meaning of Warren being basically a rabbit hole. Well, today he released two um, new Trump rally. I think it's um back-to-back. -back. It's in uh, October 8th and 9th, which is crazy. I've actually never... I don't think he's done that before where it was like one one night and then one the next night in a totally different state. But anyways, let's focus on the cities, Minden and Mesa. So we have Warren, which is obviously a rabbit hole. Minden, the actual meaning of that is a fierce battle fought in close combat between troops in predetermined positions at a chosen time and place. That is significant. I don't care which way you spin it, that is really cool. Mesa. The definition of that is an isolated flat top hill with steep sides found in landscape with horizontal strata. For those of you that live in more desert areas, you kind of understand what a mesa is just because you'll have a lot of them. Um, where I'm from or even like in, in the mountains, we don't, they don't really have that. Um, <clears throat> ours, our land's very flat where I am and obviously um a mountain is like you know quite pointy in many places up and down cool so Warren Minden Mesa rabbit hole predetermined battle flat top hill is this quite possibly Trump telling us that we have to go down the rabbit hole to fight a predestined battle just to come out on top? Definitely something to think about. I don't think that any of these places were chosen um, randomly, especially if you guys think about the amount of places that he has had his rallies. None of them have been like um, Birmingham, Alabama, Los Angeles. Um, none of them have been huge cities or whatever. It's been very odd, very specific names where you, maybe you wouldn't think that he would have one. Um, so, I think that this is very significant. 
You guys can take this in however which way, ever which way you want, but I do think that he is sending us a message with this last three that he's having, um, October 1st, October 8th, October 9th. And where the rest of the plan will fit in should be quite interesting. As always, you guys can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie.